0: Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound.
1: Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane!
0: It's Superman-splaining with me, David Yoder, and my uninformed friend, Dennis St. John. I'm David Yoder, and I read some Superman comics, just a month's worth of them and i'm here to tell them to my friend
1: i'm dennis Dennis. st john i know nothing about superman or comics
0: you know you know so much (laughs) about comics we both went to a school for comics some of us went to two schools for comics for some reason (laughs) one of us is
1: one of the most educated men in comics
0: of about comics in the world i guess uh, jp has just as many degrees as i i do I yeah so well i
1: mean there's just there's not that many people who can say they have two degrees in comics and you're right. one of them
0: well from two different schools i think there are a fair amount of people that went through scad or savannah college of art and design undergrad and then would do the graduate program there oh yeah instead of to go to vermont and do the center for cartoon studies which is what i did but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Superman <laughs> comics for the month of July, 1994. How are you doing, Dennis? <laughs> I'm okay.
1: I'm a little tired. But I opened a beer, so I'll have super humorous powers for this. <laughs>
0: is that how beers work?
1: Yeah, they're the source of my powers. My super humorous powers.
0: Okay, so your um, kryptonite is caffeine, then? <laughs> Or think, hydration?
1: Yeah, hydration. proper hydration. Sobriety. Sobriety.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, along that wacky note, wow, we got some trivia as well with the comic books that we're talking about today, and you get points for answering trivia questions for these comics that you haven't read, but I have. There's like a couple points if you get the right answer with the choices, or like maybe up to five points if you just guess it out of nowhere somehow and then there's a bonus question that's worth double that and then what happens every 50 points dennis
1: i get to read a superhero comic of my own choosing and tell you yeah and i think
0: we're we're opening it to a broader spectrum than just superman comics because superman's the granddaddy of the superheroes and that's where things come off oh wait let me think of phrasing uh (laughs) That's where things spin Mm -hmm. off from that direction. And right now you're at 438 points, so you're within shooting distance. Your first question, though, Dennis, for Superman, the Man of Steel, number 35, it's a throwback, something I haven't done in a while. According to Wizard Magazine, what number was Superman, the Man of Steel, number 35 on the top 100 for the month of July 1994?
1: Ooh, you pulled out the Wizard... Uh, number, it was, uh,
0: number 98. Number 98. Let me give you the choices. A, number 10. B, number 50. Or C, number 100. Oh,
1: Either are nice round numbers. Um. <laughs> I'll say 100.
0: 100. I think you're going to be very shocked when I tell you. Superman, The Man of Steel, number 35, and Wizard Magazine, number 35. According to them... Let me find the page here. It is... The list of May, a countdown of the most ordered titles as reported by Diamond Comics Distributions Incorporated before there were multiple distributors for comics. It's number 10, Dennis. Wow. It broke the top 10. I am shocked. And would you be surprised to know that... Number 11 is Action Comics number 701 from this month. Number 13 is Superman 91. And number 14 is Adventures of Superman 514.
1: Wow. People are reading Superman.
0: It was very shocking when I pulled this out at random as, like, just because I couldn't think of a trivia question that we're we're this high up there. Or that stores are just ordering a lot of copies. And maybe they got stuck with a lot of copies because... I see these comics around, I feel like, in the wild.
1: Yeah. Yeah, was something going on that people were gravitating towards Superman comics again? I mean, he'd been dead. He'd been back from the dead for a while.
0: Well, I think my th- pet theory is that we just had the battle for Metropolis. Now we're doing, like, the fall of Metropolis.
1: I hear fall's nice in Metropolis.
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not the autumn of Metropolis, it's Metropolis has fallen. Also, it's Worlds Collide number one for Superman, the Man of Steel, number 28. No, wait, number 35. It's, I got confused on the numbers, Dennis. Oh, cause because numbers,
1: it's number 28 in the reading order.
0: It's even, it, it says it's number 28, but it's actually number 25, be, because it's a misprint on the cover. What? Was at... Those editors goofed up.
1: Oh, my gosh. What's the point of all these editors?
0: <laughs> anyway, we got Battle Metropolis, Fall Metropolis, Worlds Collide, Zero Hour is coming. It's like just events are happening, and I think events are the thing that maybe are pushing sales. Maybe.
1: This also has that um, Milestone logo on it. it. That's Worlds Collide is the Milestone thing, right?
0: That's the Worlds Collide, and that this is the only Worlds Collide comic uh, that is in the four Superman comics from this month, which is odd because the other ones take place after it. But then there's, uh, don't quote me on it, like 14 parts to this Worlds Collide thing, 12 or 14. Wow.
1: Do you think all of this numbering and Worlds Collide stuff is why the editors got mixed up and put 28 instead of
0: 25? That That's very reasonable. I could have j- jumped ahead, I guess, and see if they addressed it in the the letters column in like three months i'm sure they will like when every single reader will point it out to yeah. them in the letters column but yeah we got lots of titles here worlds collide part one with milestone or the fall metropolis which is what every single comic this month is like called at the top or afterburn. and louise simonson is doing the story john bogdanov on pencils and dennis janky is the inker
1: isn't after burn this entire era of Superman? After John Byrne? He left already.
0: <laughs> ah. Zing. <laughs> I'm glad you explained the joke, because I was not getting it. Jokes are great when you have to explain them. <laughs> so the cover for this one is Superman over Myra, who, she is the caretaker at the orphanage for like keith and the kids looks like she's dead superman's looking up at the reader kind of in anger and then there's like a big shadow over him
1: oh did we the reader kill her i think we did bummer
0: uh i mean if i didn't read this comic she wouldn't be (laughs) (laughs) still be alive as far as i know right these these four superman comics are very samey there's Uh, Superman fighting robots a lot so get ready for that but we start with there's some guys I would say they're just older kids actually but they're they've got guns and they're trying to take food from Keith and the orphans and Superman stops them by pushing them and it's like I, I don't it's one of those things where it's like yeah the things are bad for everyone so but then like you're I don't, it gives me that same vibe of, like, when Superman broke up, like, the Union Busters or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's just, like, who, what side of right are you on, Superman?
1: The one guy he shoves has a big, like, A shaved out of his head. And I wonder if it's supposed to be, like, an A button like a video game. Or if it's, um, if it were just modern era, era I'd say it's, like, an at symbol. But that's...
0: Yeah, but it's a capital A. <laughs> it's not the lowercase. Yeah. A. Maybe he's friends with. Uh, I was gonna say is on, in Steel. I think there was a character called Amalgam. With
1: oh really. Amalgam. The metal arm. I don't remember maybe, that, but I'm I don't not the Superman. Because it's expert. been a while
0: since we. Oh. <laughs> uh, don't write us letters about our. Well, do write us letters. Uh, anyway, please with mail this us comment. letters. Yeah, to our non-existent email address. Um, so yeah, those the guys with guns anyway leave. Superman like heats up the orphans' food with his heat vision, because it's, it's not literally safe to... the
1: least he can do.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then he flies off to try to help rescue some other people, but a robot rises out of LexCorp Plaza and starts attacking stuff.
1: That's what Metropolis robot... needs more attacking.
0: This is, like, because <laughs> the Metropolis just got completely destroyed. As far as I'm concerned, and this is like just unrelenting. Like, just keep attacking. And I was like, well, let's just let's repair Metropolis. <laughs> let's take a break. Let's have a breather. But no, and it's it, it's like a Luther robot. Almost all these things are Luther things. It. it the, the, we'll get to why they exist, I guess, but, oh, I forgot to mention earlier with the guys with the guns, Myra grabbed one, the guns to defend the kids. So she has those guns now.
1: Ah, all right.
0: And so then she's shooting at the robot to like make a distraction. So the kids can get away, but the robot blasts her and then Keith runs into the battle. And then, Also, the SCU is there, and Superman shows up too late for Myra, but he uses his X-ray vision, and he says there's living tissue in the robot somehow. So, like, his no-kill code means he can't just like take it out. I don't know, like, what's going on with the robot. It's really not explained. Huh. I don't think it's a pre-existing robot. I think it's just a new, like, day the Earth stood still robot that's like attacking stuff
1: but it's apparently a cyborg or at least partially a cyborg or something
0: yeah oh god and like if i could pull from my brain the all those cyborgs that like were like in superman comics from two years ago or something
1: (laughs) what's the point of all this superman reading if you can't just pull it up
0: yeah, well, I don't have to retain the knowledge. I quiz you on the knowledge. Do
1: you think like Lex Luthor has realized Superman won't kill like a cyborg, so he's like, "I'll just build a
0: robot and then put some like meat in it." <laughs> yeah, some organic material is all it takes. Uh, yeah, yeah, we we do see Wonder Woman for a brief second because she's asking Superman for help in her personal life. And that crosses over with Wonder Woman number 88, which it turns out that she was being tricked by Cersei or something. I don't don't know. Uh, Um. It's all Greek to me. (laughs) Okay, keeping the pause for that one. And then... (laughs) Oh, so, yes, Superman's fighting this robot. Dennis, how do you think Superman takes care of this robot problem?
1: He tears it apart piece by piece and replaces the pieces with organic material he finds until it becomes a living all organic creature that's not a robot and is very weak cuz it's made of like bug meat
0: Yeah, that'd be one way to do it. I, or what he can do is what he does with a lot of problems in these comics is he hurls it into space <laughs> where it stays in low orbit. Which I guess that is fine if the thing inside <laughs> of it is alive, it'll Is that it'll fine? Be <laughs> there's a lot of stuff floating around in space because superman just decides that's where this goes yeah that's funny <laughs> i really thought you would guess that one but uh anyway and then uh, superman flies back to earth and he finds keith crying over myra who he does not realize she's dead like she's not getting up and stuff and he does a lot of crying Poor, i
1: feel like uh keith's life has gotten just worse every time we've seen him
0: yeah it's not really a great trajectory that he's on so far
1: yeah being like kind of knowing superman has not helped him you know
0: well yeah superman's like his god that he prays to though just like fails him a lot of times it seems like, <laughs> which i can relate to uh and then <laughs> the other part of this story is benson remember benson not off the top he, um, of my head probably lasted about eight seasons. He was a doctor that, like... Oh, no, wait. That was <laughs> Ted Danson as... Uh, Becker? Becker, Beckett? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I combined it. But Benson is Benson the name was of something,
1: that. though, right? Benson. It was an American sitcom about him being a... What?
0: I'm All assuming right. you're looking it up and not just staring at your computer so <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of the answer.
1: Yeah, it aired from... It aired for ten years on... 10 ABC years from 79 to 86 or not 10 years sorry i read that as 89. well that's still a long time
0: it's about oh he's a white house staffer what is this show <laughs> i don't know but r benson and dc comics and milestone comics is that blonde mailman that sleeps and wakes up in dakota which is a city in the Milestone universe where all the heroes are based, I guess.
1: Oh, Um, I remember this guy now. And we were confused about how he got to the Dakotas, right?
0: Yeah, and I'm glad I, like, because I didn't know what was going on before, but I'm glad I mentioned him because he's kind of the linchpin for all the Miles, the Worlds Collide, like, event thing, I guess. So he goes to get some help from a sleep study to figure out what's going on. And Dennis, if you'll read number one.
1: Stress labs under the wrecked bridge... Don't know uh, if that's a good omen or not. Would have called ahead if there'd been any phones working. Hope they can help me. Scared, maybe? I'm going crazy. Fall asleep here. Wake up there. Where I have another life. It's all just a dream, isn't it? Didn't mind before, but now there's the monster? Close my eyes, and it's there. Waiting for me.
0: Yeah. So he's being chased by the shadow monster um, whenever he's in the Milestone universe, I think. This time, because of whatever technology they're using to do the sleep study, he shows up naked, and then he runs into Static. But Static does not see the shadow monster that is chasing Benson, so that's interesting. Maybe we'll find out what that means at another time, because there's no more Worlds Collide this episode. (laughs) That's it? Okay. I didn't know
1: that because i guess like static is like now a part of the dc universe i didn't really realize he was like fully like you had to tie you had to dimension
0: travel to get to their world i don't know at, at least at this point i don't know what with this event with the worlds colliding if they become one world and now they will be in the same world i don't i i don't know i don't know this stuff this it's new to me yeah but i do like seeing john vardenov draw static i think it looks. he looks pretty cool there
1: yeah it looks cool it
0: was about the most exciting thing that happened in the comic
1: <laughs> Doesn't, um, he gave him like a angry face hat I always thought Static had like an X on his hat like Malcolm X oh, I guess I don't I, know much about Static
0: well we'll learn together Dennis so we're ready for the next comic it's Superman number 91 where he's fighting another robot more robot your question for this i think there's multiple robots but anyway your question for this issue dennis is where is everyone going to as a last refuge refuge in superman number one Uh, bloodhaven bloodhaven it's a building within metropolis one of the few standing buildings lexcorp okay lexcorp was destroyed last time so let me give you (laughs) all right all
1: those missiles
0: yeah a lot of things were destroyed is it a news corp building b news time building or c Newsmax building news time yes news time is the thing that's a thing <laughs> <laughs> it's owned by that guy that's actually the devil <laughs> <laughs> So, because, like, his is one of the few skyscrapers that's left standing, everyone's going there for, like, shelter for, like, because all their houses are gone and stuff. Like, I I don't know what the next six months of Superman comics is, if it's, like, him, like, just rebuilding everything, because, like, this is is, is worse than Doomsday, like, the amount of
1: destruction that happened. It's hard to... Even in, like, a superhero fantasy world, it's hard to be, like, you destroyed an entire city, and now what?
0: (laughs) Right? Well, and also... It's like, who's going to go back to live at this city after, like, this event has happened? Like, or won't everyone just disperse and, like, go work at Gotham now or something? Or, like, you know, yeah, it's going to upset the economy. There's a lot of ramifications here that we're not going to deal with because this is about Superman fighting robots again. Um <laughs> In Superman number 91, it's t- number 26 in the reading order. So that's how I knew the other one was number 25. And the titles are The Fall of Metropolis or My Life. And it's Dan Jurgens on story. Brent Anderson guest penciled. He's not even credited on the cover. So I'm wondering how much of a rush job it was. Oh. Joe Rubenst- Rubenstein on inks. And the cover, though, is by Dan Jurgens Jer- with Superman punching into the leg of a giant robot while, like, I don't know, crotch guns shoot at him. It That seems to be like what's going on. The robot looks a little Star Wars-y to me there on the it cover. Does. It
1: does. It looks a little like if you combined like one of those like ATAT walkers with um, like the Ed 209s maybe. Mm-hmm. An
0: AT-AT-209? Yeah.
1: Is that uh, what they, Are they AT-ATs? Or are they not AT-ATs?
0: I don't know. I always call them an AT-AT. All right. I don't know. AT-AT. Uh... So there's, like, two characters that are kind of prominent in this story. There's a businessman named Mr. McDonald and a homeless person or unhoused person named Wild Bill. Uh, It's almost interesting or that they're doing something that the unhoused person is white and the successful businessman is a black man.
1: Right. Yeah. But, you know, they're doing that on purpose. Um,
0: But then it, like, turns out that, like, oh, the... Wild Bill is like a white savior guy, kind of, and then no. McDonald just wants his money <laughs> and is evil.
1: What um,
0: <laughs> this so.
1: page of the two of them running from the robot? They this yeah. would have been a great app- opportunity to add the guy from the cover of Action Comics number one, the like guy running away, holding his hands, like ah,
0: holding. His oh hand. yeah. It, it's a dynamic page, though. It's a good splash. And those, I don't know how those robots, they almost look like they're falling down or, like, malfunctioning as they're shooting in all directions and stuff. But it's lots, lots of robots. That That's one element that's going on. Another element is that Superman goes to confront Lex at a medical tent, but Luther is completely unresponsive. He's just in his hyperbolic chamber thing. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, McDonald, he wants to get his money out of a safety deposit box to bribe his way to the front of the line at the Time building. While Wild Bill is, like, altruistic, and he f- first helps Superman by giving him some drink out of his, ju- his juice box. It's a literal, like, grape juice box huh. that they show, and I was just like, I- okay.
1: <laughs> mm, all right, yeah.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so Superman goes back to attacking the robots after getting some juice. Um. He gets juiced up and then the robots all start to head for the hospital tents and the robots, these robots at least are communicating with Superman and they give him some information. Dennis, if you could read number two
1: antagonist, be aware that this unit was constructed by Lex Luthor. This unit, assembled to prevent Metropolis from the same fate as Co City, is a defensive weapon with extreme destructive capability. Metropolis has been destroyed by outside forces. Follow Scorched, scorched Earth policy. Leave nothing for the conquerors.
0: Yeah, so that's why there's all these robots attacking, <laughs> is that it's like Luther's defense mechanism, which just makes things worse. Which, I don't know... I don't know, it sounds like Luther to me like that's a really
1: <laughs> crazy decision right <laughs> like the scorched earth like if that's like um yeah like <laughs> well Thinking- if I'm not there to stop this robot then everything's gone. <laughs> then everything's gone wrong everybody must die
0: yeah i I and so I don't know if some of the other robots we have seen or will see were like i i I don't know if it's even in the comics or just my own like Maybe this is what they're doing, because we had like the Brainiac ship that came like way back in the Panic in the Sky era, or the the Warworld stuff. Like maybe that is also why there's robots to defend against that sort of attack. All but they're not programmed
1: just... to stop the, the the attackers. They're just programmed to destroy the city. More. They wait
0: till the attack <laughs> happens, and then they come out and say, "Time to kill everything." <laughs> all life must be bad life. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Great plan. Lex to like have the defense system be that robots attack and make things worse. It's working really well as the, this there's one last robot that's like stomping right towards Luther's tent even. So he's going to like die at his own hand of this robot thing. But Superman shows up just in time and, uh, spins the robot around and then throws it in the sky, not into space. He then flies through the robot and makes it explode. So that's how he took care of that one. But Lex is not grateful about being saved though. He thinks, damn that Kryptonian locked in this worthless body like this. I would have welcomed death, anything to relieve this torture. So he's just blaming Superman for being alive, for not dying I yeah I don't know yep Uh, Superman goes to the the news time building just in time to see McDonald using the last of his money to try to bribe a guard to get inside but Superman lets all those that were in the hospital tents that got destroyed cut in front of him in line and so um uh, and that includes Wild Gill or Wild Bill not Wild Gill uh
1: Wild Gill the fish man
0: Wild Bill Hickok, he he rescued a girl that was trapped under rubble, which I don't think I mentioned earlier, but that's something that Wild Bill did. McDonald complains, and Superman tells him, "Blame Obama." I mean, blame Luther's robots, and uh, or it's not blame Obama. It's thanks Obama.
1: Thanks Obama. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess I've heard people. I honestly heard people, I think, at work or something saying, like, thanks, Biden, about something <laughs> to the same degree. But I don't think they were doing it, ironically. Mm-hmm. But McDonald, the the rich guy, he reveals that he even helped to fund the, the developments of those robots that are doing such a great job. Interesting. Yeah. But Superman doesn't, like... You're telling me just that that normal
1: means- businessmen from Metropolis had a part in robots? It
0: wasn't just Lex? It was, like yeah i also love that it's like the robots announced themselves that we were designed by Lex Luthor. <laughs> like that like it's like that's not and i think superman was able to figure out before then that he saw like some like manufacturer code or something on the robot that it's just like luther's just announcing that like he's doing this evil stuff
1: yeah i mean he's luther right yeah. maybe he thinks like hearing like i was designed by lex Luthor will terrify people right make them run
0: <laughs> yeah. yes well that that's that's that comic. <laughs> on to the next I don't remember if there's there's not a robot shows up at the end of this one. Oh good. Okay, it's the adventures of Superman number five fourteen. There's a gas that makes people see their worst nightmares. What's the cure to this gas, Dennis? Um
1: It's uh getting farted getting
0: farted on fart gas getting farted on is the cure to the fear gas well why even bother to read the options because that's <laughs> obviously what the, the answer so, uh, your choices are a an anti fear toxin B face and overcome your deepest fears that's the cure to the that's a terrible cure. C. Synth- synthetic enzymes diluted with water. Which one of those I'll do you think I'll go for the
1: synthetic enzymes diluted with water.
0: That is the cure. I will let you know that face and overcome your deepest fears is what superman says is the <laughs> cure to the nightmare gas because that's what he does and that's what works for him Ah,
1: sure works for him yeah that <laughs> definitely I works love- when it gets sprayed on like an entire population like don't worry everybody <laughs> just face your fears
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um but i love that he tells this to hamilton and hamilton's like no you fool <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is the Adventures of Superna- Super Superman, Superman number 514. It's 27 in the reading order for 1994. Again, it's the Fall of Metropolis or Dangerous Visions. Carl Kessel writer, Pete Kraus, Cross guest penciler and Ron McCain guest inker. Who
1: did the cover?
0: Barry Kitson is the regular pencil that did the cover. He first. sure uh, drew a lot of neck muscles. <laughs> yeah yeah muscly uh superman is clutching a seemingly dead Lois lane who her shirt is all torn for some reason and then he's uh shedding some superman shedding some muscly man tears as well he was like it's as- so
1: important the way people express grief is by like veining out their neck muscles and stuff just like popping every single <laughs> neck muscle you possibly can that's grief
0: it it looks a little like the like the angry cry that like Superman does in Man of Steel or whatever that like yell is that after he snaps Zod's neck uh, or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so in this one, there's some plot that Superman talks with Kitty Faulkner at Star Labs that Cadmus was able to modem them their <laughs> research seconds before Cadmus was destroyed, and so they're working to generate the serum for the cure to the clones thing, to save Lex Luthor. Yeah, that's the priority right now. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Superman flies out to do some more rescue work in Metropolis, but now there's a fear gas gas and that's all over the city, and people see their worst fears, basically. A soldier sees fellow soldiers as, like, aliens and starts shooting them. That's a silly uh, greatest fear. I guess maybe not in a the DC universe where like aliens are real and stuff I yeah I don't I don't know exactly how this this gas toxin work it's pretty scattershot
1: is it the scarecrow's toxin gas like did they just like
0: I think Luther like heard about it and just decided to make his own is basically what happened uh, another soldier sees a Jewish man as a werewolf and then what the Jewish man sees the soldier as a Nazi in full like regala and, uh, Superman saves the Jewish werewolf and ties up those guys to prevent further harm from happening The but drawing of the Jewish werewolf, as we're
1: calling him, <laughs> looks a lot like Splinter from the Ninja Turtles
0: Oh, yeah? I think that guy's real greatest fear is Splinter I I really want to drop werewolf bar mitzvah in <laughs> <the> <laughs> yeah, it seems very appropriate Um yeah, so there's that weird stuff going on. But Superman, I guess the gas works on, on Superman. This is like one of the things where I'm like, okay, like why? But it does. Well, maybe that's a spoiler because Lois doesn't actually die. But Superman sees Lois and Lois dies in Superman arms like on the cover that one of the bullets from a soldier ricochets off of him and hits Lois. It's like his greatest fear, I guess, that he's responsible for Lois's death. But out in the 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 gas trenches with other people emil hamilton gets shot for real in his left arm and at the end of the story his arm gets amputated so that's where Uh, it happens in this comic folks
1: okay i knew eventually hamilton lost his arm but i
0: didn't know when or how yep this momentous event (laughs) emil runs into a kid who rescues him and hot wires a car But Emil sees the controls of the car as something far too complex for him to figure out. That's his greatest fear, I guess. And so the car drives off of a pier into the river. And the reason that Emil Hamilton figures out what the cure is, because in the back of that car, there just happens to be a crate with a label that says synthetic enzymes on it.
1: (laughs) So they're they're not specific synthetic enzymes to the scared toxin or just like any synthetic just any
0: synthetic enzyme this is how science works that is (laughs) i mean i don't know that hamilton's making kind of a leap and like you know like he is not doing many like scientific tests (laughs) to prove his theory it could just be if you get wet maybe that's what cures the the fear (laughs) toxin like
1: So an enzyme is defined as a substance produced by a living organism which acts as a catalyst to bring about a specific biochemical reaction. So I still don't know what the cure is.
0: Yeah, I don't think the writer does either. I think they just wanted to put a scientific word in there to make it sound good. But meanwhile, Superman is having his mental battle. Ma and Pa Kent show up to say... You should have protected her. A man protects his family. And then they walk off. (laughs) And then a young Lex Luthor shows up with his hair and everything, the like Australian Lex, and he's got some roses and he's there to gloat. Dennis, if you'll read number three. Oh, this is healthy Lex saying this. Yeah, you don't have to do the Australian, though.
1: I knew it would end this way. I think we all knew. How different it would have been had she chosen me over you. None of this would have ever happened. This is my city. Or this was my city before you came along. Superman LexCorp was Metropolis. I took care of her. I protected her. But there's no doubt this is your city now.
0: Puh. Yeah, and by saying your city, uh, the like pain out to reveal all these like dead bodies... I mean, the Rebel is for sure there because Metropolis is destroyed, but I don't think the dead bodies are actually there. Superman gets mad, and he takes Lex into the air, and it's going to punch or strangle him to death or something when young Lex turns into old daddy Lex Bucks, you know, the regular, original Lex Luthor. And original classic Lex. Classic Lex, which maybe we'll get to at some point, somehow. It'll be great if, like, whatever this version of Lex Luthor is just dies. And then like, like out of the shadows comes like fat old Lex Luthor and just like, here I am. You never Superman. had my
1: brain. That was just a clone thinking you did. It was an experiment. Yeah.
0: You really think I'd be that stupid to do? <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, Superman decides that what Metropolis needs is to be restored and saved. And so that's him overcoming all his fears, I guess. And, everything fades away for him and he runs into Hamilton with the box of enzymes. And so Superman takes the box into the river, makes like a whirlpool and causes the cure to disperse over everyone with rain. So everyone's fine, except for maybe some of the people that were shot. Good thing. It happened to be the exact right mixture. It's it's science, enzymes. baby <laughs> water and enzymes. What more do you need? Like I said, Hamilton loses his, loses his arm. He also tells Superman that Luther had developed an identical toxin for the military that was reject rejected because it was too unpredictable. And then Lex is being ambulanced away somewhere, and his final failsafe is activated: Superman's Kryptonian battle suit. How did he get it? He got it somehow. <laughs> just no one kept track of it. it it showed up at the pier and superman got pooped out of it yeah this is the it,
1: the battle suit that birthed grown-up superman yeah long-haired right? superman yeah. yeah
0: and so everyone else went to go to coast city and luther was left there with the robot and he's like well finders Find keepers, keepers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my question for you dennis what's the first appearance of this Kryptonian seen? In Superman in Action Comics
1: 701. Uh the f- think the, the fact that you ask it as a question means that it's not when he births long haired Superman. So it must have shown up before that. Um, <laughs> or maybe not. I'll say it when when he birthed long haired Superman.
0: Alright, well that is a very good guess. I will give you that as option A, that was in issue Superman the Man of Steel number twenty five. So let me give you the other options. All right. Are so you, you sure that sh- I just
1: didn't get it right? Um, you don't have to
0: give me. A, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you got a 50 50 sh- shot now to get it right. So is it B World of Krypton number two or C Superman in Action Comics number six eighty nine. World of Krypton was a miniseries written by John Byrne and drawn by Mike McNola. Superman in Action Comics 689 is the issue where we first kind of see Superman at I said the North Pole in the Fortress <laughs> of Solitude, like monitoring everything. Yeah. And in the background, you can see the suit. So anyway, those are your choices. I'll with-
1: say the World of Krypton one.
0: Oh, I was trying to steer you the other direction, but yes, that is the right answer. <laughs> So, Superman in Action Comics, number 701. It's 28 in the reading order, for real this time, and it's The Fall of Metropolis, or Final Conflict. And Carl Kessel's on plot, Jackson Geis on penciler, pencil duties, and Louise Simonson is doing dialogue, and Dennis Rodier is the inker. I wonder how much this comic would cost you if you were going to buy it at half-price books. Well, the one I got was marked at 50 cents, but I think it was in our bargain bin for that reason for 20 cents. And I had an employee discount of 50% off. So 10 cents cost me a whole (laughs) dime. This is where a bulk of the Superman comics came from, uh, for the nineties run that I accumulated. And basically the whole, uh, I would say blame for this podcast. (laughs) This podcast relies on your employee discount. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, Because it got to be crazy where I was just like, I'll just get every Superman (laughs) comic. Why not? At this rate, I'd be crazy not to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And now I feel pretty crazy. (laughs) On the cover is the Kryptonian battlesuit smashing Superman with his own memorial statue. So that's kind of fun. The battlesuit overturns Lex's ambulance and uh, picks up the limp luther and puts him inside the suit of armor somehow we don't see how that happens i don't know if it's the same entry point as the exit point
1: yeah i think that's why we don't (laughs) see
0: it Uh, because that would not be comic code approved (laughs) but inside of the suit he's in like an amniotic fluid i don't know and then lex has like all these wires like attached to him like to his nostrils and things so that he can control the robot suit The interesting thing for this is that there's, like, not really much dialogue. It's a lot of narration captions from, like, Lex's point of view and then, like, Superman's thought balloons. So it's like they're not even really talking directly to each other a lot. And then other than a couple of pages, it's a lot of splash pages. Like, 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 and honestly, I think some of them work or most of them work better than, like, the Doomsday (laughs) (laughs) issue stuff. But, yeah, it's uh, Luther in the war battle suit fighting Superman.
1: So Luther is in control of the battle suit now?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he re, re-conjiggered it to do his bidding since he got control of it. So I guess he put in a thing that he was like, maybe my clone body will completely fail me and I'll need this battle suit to come and grab me and put me inside of it for reasons
1: yeah 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 i mean this is lex <laughs> luther he plans for everything
0: yeah but i think this is his, it, 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 like at least in the last issue it said that like this is the final like fail-safe plan here luther goes and like looks at the superman memorial statue and thinks how everything's superman's fault even though he's the one that's like doing all the damage <laughs> um superman shows up to start fighting he figures out that Lex is inside, you know, they ex- exchange some blows, Lex, like, shoots some missiles at Superman, Superman tries to throw catch him and throw him back at Lex, but Lex dodges those and instead smashes Superman with his own memorial statue, just like on the cover, and Lex tries to, like, then stomp on Superman with the battle suit, like, he's gonna just squish his head, I think, or something, with the boot of the robot leg, but Superman breaks the leg of the war suit and Lex uh, retaliates with ignited rocket fuel thousands of degrees Fahrenheit out of the suits like fingers. It burns up Superman's cape. He's like just all in fire. It even like burns down the the hand of the robot suit. Huh. But S- Superman rises defiant out of the fire and just rips the w- battle war suit in half to get lex out and then (laughs) superman flies a naked lex to star labs for the cure but it's too late his body is rejecting the cure looks like he's gonna die what's gonna happen and maybe his last thoughts he'll ever have are the following dennis if you'll read number four
1: It's your fault Metropolis was destroyed. It's your fault I received the serum too late. It's your fault I'm lying here, unable even to close my own eyes. It's your fault, and I
0: swear that someday, somehow, I'll make you pay. Yeah. Take that, Superman. It's all your fault.
1: I don't understand how it could possibly be Superman's fault that he got the cure too late, or Superman flew him
0: there, and Superman... Lex was just going to run around as a robot? The reason Lex is like, it's too late that I got the cure, because once Lex heard they were working on the cure at Cadmus, he sent all of his Team Luther guys to go attack Cadmus, and Superman didn't let them just attack and take the cure then, and so that's why he didn't get the cure (laughs) in time, in his mind. So it all makes sense if you think about it. I mean, this Uh, is
1: like a... Like, if Lex shot at Superman and the bullet ricocheted off of his body onto him, and then he's like, You shot me!
0: (laughs) I think this Lex would blame Superman for that death at this point. You see that? Superman shot me. You see what you did to me, Superman? How dare you? Let this bullet bounce off of you and hit me. (laughs) That's the logic we're dealing with right now. Yeah. Real supervillain logic. But we're not going to find out. What's going on with Lex? I don't think next time because next time, so I think we'll do one big episode of the milestone crossover worlds collides parts two through like eleven or something. Okay. Because then part, I think it's like part twelve is the next Man of Steel issue, and then there might be like thirteen and four like more part, and then the rest of the Superman comics for that month. If That's that, a
1: lot of comics for you to read. Just to, and split, to describe. Two,
0: Just event comics going on all over the place.
1: Yeah. What a nightmare it is to read superhero comics and have to keep up with all these events just to know what's going on.
0: Yeah. I was uh, with Lex saying, like, I blame you, Superman. That's kind of like the point I've got to do. I blame (laughs) you, Superman. It's your fault. (laughs) But we do have a bonus question for this month. What theme park do two of this month's Superman comics have an ad for on the back cover? It's uh, also on the back cover of Wonder Woman 88. Six flags. That was a blind guess. <laughs> that was that's double the points. That's that's 10 points. I think actually next month. Let's see here. 10 plus math. 6. You're at 452 you just broke oh whoa okay i didn't expect that to happen this this week i spoke too soon about it being worlds collide next time (laughs) next time it'll be dennis picking a superman or superhero superman themed
1: or something yeah yeah yeah
0: well that's exciting thanks six flags yeah so what's great about this ad to me is that let me hold up for you it says six flags number two and gaining when you're America's <laughs> number two theme park company, you have to do the things number one does, and a lot more. And uh, it's got Marvin the Martian there, and then like there's like a Batman stunt show or something. The you Batmobile. know, uh,
1: I don't know who's in who played Batman in that Pants. stunt show that they took the photo of, but my uh, coworker who I used to share an office with was the Batman for Six Flags stunt shows on the east coast for like years. He was he played Batman during the like I think the the Clooney and Val Kilmer era. He was the stunt show Batman.
0: Well, <laughs> so mean, that could be 94. him. <laughs> yeah, maybe ask him next time you see him at work or shoot him a Yeah. work email. The thing that so six flags there's seven locations. Yeah. Why is it called Six Flags? <laughs> I guess uh, there are two in Texas, so it's six different state flags?
1: I think it's something to do with Texas, right? Because the first ones were in Texas, Six Flags Under... Because they were called, like, Six Flags Under Texas. Because there's six... Okay, because there's Six Flags of Texas. There are
0: Six Flags of Texas?
1: Because it's been... So it's the United States, the Confederate States, the Republic of Texas, Mexico, France, Spain have all been, like, the
0: Flags well, of Texas. thank goodness there's a theme park that teaches kids about the Confederacy out there. Yeah. You know, that's, <laughs> that's really... So that's why it's called Six Flags,
1: which is very okay. weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. I didn't take any pictures, but there's... Just to cover briefly with the ads, and I could have talked about it with the annuals because it popped up before, but, like, there's an ad for, like, the Star Trek, like, series finale. Whoa. Like a... Um, a comic book adaptation oh wow it. that's cool but it's just bonkers to me in my mind that the next generation ended in 1994 it just like that's so long ago yeah <laughs> it was mostly an 80s show i guess or like 80s it started 90s. in the 80s yeah 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 anyway that's all i've got and i don't even have to read comics for next time then i'll let the, you do the hard work dennis i guess i'm doing that in a couple of weeks probably all right well mr points you want to give your links and things
1: sure yeah uh you can find me online at dennis comics d-e-n-i-s-c-o-m-i-x that's my dot com my instagram and my blue sky and my patreon is dennis st john
0: and I'm on Blue Sky as Awesome Yoder, and you don't need an invite code anymore. Blue Sky is open to the public, I believe. Yeah. I still have five codes. What am I supposed to do with those? <laughs> Give those out to some random Lex loser? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs>